Welcome to Small Business Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Raj Randauer is the owner of WordUp. He helps businesses to create the right messages to attract the right clients. Having previously networked for an employer, he says it's very different networking for your own business. Thank you very much for joining me on the podcast today, Raj. Thank you for having me, Liz. So you're a copywriter and creator of business brand messages, but your background, I noticed from LinkedIn, is in economics. How did you get here from there? What's your career journey been? Um, by accident, to be honest. Nothing, <laughs> was, nothing was planned. Um, I kind of fell into working with marketing agencies uh, soon after university, and I got into agency business development, uh, which I did for about 20 plus years, uh, which was obviously great experience, you know, exposure to work with global brands. Um, I learned a lot, but it wasn't quite what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I lost my job about 12 years ago. Um, I went through a quite a soft period where I found it difficult to find another job. My mm-hmm. heart really wasn't in agency new business anymore. So I decided to follow my passion, which is uh, words and writing. So um, I set up Word Up Communications um, and initially worked with marketing agencies to help them with their content. Um, but today I work with all kinds of businesses. Um, so, um, you know, there are two main things that I do for, for, for my clients. So the first is very much around helping them clarify their business message. Uh, and I do that through uh, various strategic workshops like value proposition, positioning, mission, vision and values. Uh, and then the second part of what I do is once, once we clarify their business messages to create content, plan and create content built upon the foundation of, those, of that core messaging. Um, and I do that with all kinds of clients in the agency world and um, small, medium and multinationals as well. Mm. And so you know, who, who are your clients in terms of what kind of industries they come from? Is, is it really varied or do you like to work in a particular sector? Um, good question. It's actually all across the board. So I, I work with everyone from individual consultants across all industries uh, through to um, multinationals like Barclays. I've just started work with them, mm. Wood PLC, uh, Targ Hewer. So it really is all across the board. Um, I did go through that exercise a couple of years ago trying to work out whether I should niche my business. Mm. And in the end, I kind of realized that what I do is so transferable across all, you know, it really works for any any type of business, whatever mm. the scale or size. So, and I kind of like working um, across different sectors and industries. So, yeah, I pretty much work for uh, anyone and everyone that would have me. What sort of difference do you think working with a professional copywriter makes? You know, a lot of small businesses in particular will often do their own copywriting. But what, yeah. what is it that, that you can you know, can add well, I think there are, there are copywriters and, and copywriters, and mm. I don't actually talk um, about myself being a copywriter as such. Um, I think the difference with what I do is that I've got 25-odd years of commercial and brand experience mm. working with brands across the world. So I intimately understand brands and business, um, and I, I've got the, I guess I've got the sort of strategic insights into helping businesses 
truly find what they want to say. Um, you know, there are copywriters that are very good at writing copy, but I think really for, from a B2B perspective, you need somebody that understands the industry, understands the business, and has processes in place to help the companies to uncover and discover those core business messages. Because that seems to be a big problem with a lot of businesses. They, sp they spend an awful lot of money on marketing without having clarity about who they're talking to, what their problems are, um, what their core messages are, and what are the key things that they need to get across. And I think without that, you know, there's a lot of marketing budget that can go wasted. Mm. Um, so, um, and so that's basically what I do. You know, there's a strategic side of really understanding business, getting to the core of that business message, and then relaying that through, um, you know, content and communications. Yeah. So it seems that businesses don't always know what their message should be. And what, what kind of proportion of your clients know at the start what their message is? Um, not a lot, actually, <laughs> which, is good, which is great for me. You know, and it's an, it's an interesting thing because when I started off, um, I was thinking, right, I'm just going to offer copywriting and content services to, to agencies. And, but the thing I realised quite quickly was probably about 80% of those companies that I was working with early on, they had budget, they wanted to get their message out there, but you know, they couldn't answer those simple messages about who they were as a business, what they did exactly, how they helped their clients, what value they provided. And I think without that understanding within a business, if you don't know within your own business who you are and how you help businesses, it's very difficult to know what to say. Mm. It's very difficult to get your message across clearly. Um, and that was why I started offering the workshop. So I think it's a big problem. And I think it's a problem that lots of businesses actually don't know that they have. Mm. You know, they're so busy in the machinations of their like day-to-day -day running the business that, that it's very difficult to step out of that and actually sort of, you know, lift your head above the parapet. So actually, so what, what, what do we do? <laughs> and specifically, how do we help these people? Um, so it is a very big problem. So how do you help them work out what their message should be? So I run workshops. So, um, I mean, I've been running workshops on and off for sort of 30 years now. Um, but these ones are specifically tailored to helping them get clarity about their business message. And, you know, really the first step is I always get a brain dump, a, co a complete brain dump out mm. of my client's head and up onto a wall. And the reason for that is that um, to, to clarify business's messaging, it, it just won't happen if you're just sitting around a table and discussing things because lots of things remain unsaid, mm. lots of avenues remain unexplored. And, and actually, when you start off and do a complete brain dump, you have everything up on a wall, so you're not missing anything out. It is complete chaos, but I think <laughs> you almost need to create that chaos and need to, in order to funnel that down into clarity. So um, all of my workshops will start off in that way, but they all, um, it's really getting everything out, discussing every core value and key message that's come out of their heads, and funneling and discussing that messaging down, you know, and I do that for the main, really the one of the most important things for any company is their value proposition, and that's really for them to simply, succinctly be able to say, this is who we are, and this is how we can help you.
Yeah. Um, and that should be on the homepage of every business website. And unfortunately, it's not. Or if it is, it's just not very clear. Mm. Um, and then I'm also helping them with their uh, positioning, their company mission, vision, and values as well. Uh, you know, and that kind of package there, the VP positioning, mission, vision, values, um, that for me is the optimal sort of starting point when I'm working with the company to create that clarity before we move on start creating that, that content for them. Yeah. Well, I think that kind of neatly leads us on to networking because you need to have your message clear for networking, don't you? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so tell me, did you used to network, um, you, before you were self-employed, did you network for your employer? I did. I did. Um, and I was terrible at it. <laughs> uh, and, I, and I think it's because I just hated it. I hated networking. Um, I hated having to go up to people that I didn't know and introduce myself. Um, and I think also with networking, I think to do a good job, you've got to believe in what you're selling. You've got mm. to believe in the work that you do. And, you know, hand on heart, I think the company that I was working for when I was doing a lot of networking, you know, it was as if I was selling their dream. I wasn't selling my dream. Yeah. Um, and it always kind of kept me back. And it, I almost always felt as if I had, uh, had to keep a sort of a facade Mm. And talk and speak a certain way and say certain things, um, and it was only when I started networking for myself that I really, really started enjoying it. Um, and I think part of that is I was selling my own dream. Yeah. And I think that passion is just there, um, and I think people can really pick up on that energy when you meet them. Um, and I think secondly, I, th there wasn't a facade when I was doing networking for Word Up. Mm. Yeah, I all I was doing was. And there's a really different sort of tactic that happened naturally. I was going in and I was being totally myself. Yeah. Um, and, you know, to the point where I was happy to be a little bit vulnerable. People sort of said, how's business? And, you know, businesses, um, especially small, small businesses, you know, we have our ups and downs. Mm -hmm. And if I was, was having a bad time, I would say to people, oh, it's a bit tough at the moment. And, and I think that threw a lot of people. And I, I used to look at people's faces and... What used to happen in those moments is that they would they would drop their facade, whatever their, their mm. business was, and actually the conversation became a human conversation rather than a business conversation. Yeah. And I think that was a really important lesson. It kind of came about naturally, but I think if you're willing to show yourself, be honest, be authentic, um, and be a bit vulnerable, I think because we're all human beings... Um, we respond to that, you know, at a deep level. Mm -hmm. And I think some of the best conversations I, I had was when I was sort of in that um, mood where I was happy to sort of say, no, it's not going well, I'm not having a good time. And then, um, you know, there's that connection. Networking is about connection. Yeah. And, and I don't think anyone should go about and sort of um, think sort of cynically, well, how do I create this connection? I think, you know, or what do I say? I think you've just got to be yourself and you'll connect to people that are right for you, and you might not connect with other people, but that's fine. Mm. You know, net, for networking, it's not you, you're not supposed to get on with everybody. You know, you're kind of finding your tribe by being yourself. Yeah, yeah. And I think those sort of kind of very honest conversations that you just talked about there, mm. that's not the sort of conversation you would have if you were representing an employer, is it? No, not at all, not at all, because... Um, it's just, just a very different feel to when you're going networking for an employer. 
Um, you know, and I did I did an awful lot of networking before COVID, and um, and I mentioned this to you before, Liz. I was doing sometimes up to seven networking events in a week, wow. and five <laughs> evening, yeah, five evening ones and two lunchtime ones, and um, and I really went for it, and I think I just got into this habit of doing at least sort of three networking events a week on top of the day job. Um, and I wasn't really sure where it was going, but I just sort of sort of thought, well, I'm going to do this. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to work hard at it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to see what happens. Um, and really the results from my perspective speak for themselves. Every now and then I'll sit down and I'll have a look at where my new business comes from. Um, and I think even today it's sort of 80, 90 percent Mm. comes directly from I can trace it back to the networking yeah. I did um, yeah. and then the referrals that have, that have come off the back yeah. of that so um, I don't think I can stress enough how much it's networking has helped my business yeah so that was your networking habits um, pre-pandemic yeah. then maybe seven times a week how yeah. did the pandemic change things <laughs> well obviously it absolutely stopped um so the only thing that I did over the pandemic was I signed up to um, a brilliant platform called Lunch Club. I don't know if you know it, but no. um, it's an AI-powered um, software, and you sign up, uh, you fill in, you know, you register, you fill in your details, and you, they ask you things like the types of people you want to meet, the kinds of things you like to discuss, and then it automatically matches you up with somebody. So mm. I usually do. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Fridays at 2pm, so that's three networking meetings online, um, and I love it because you you jump on, you get a short bio of, of the person you're going to meet, um, but it's not a lot, and it's almost, it, you know, I, I love the surprise, I love sort of mm. getting in front of the computer, pressing on, somebody sitting there, and then you've just got to, you know, create a connection, have a laugh, get to know each other. Um, and it's really, really good, and it's sort of saved me um, from going mad over COVID. <laughs> um, but to be honest, that's really all I do at the moment. I haven't gone back to networking. It is something that I've been thinking about, and I've kind of made a decision that from January I'll start venturing out again and going back to some more uh, networking events. Mm. Now, you mentioned that you think 80 to 90% of your business comes from, from networking. Has networking brought you other things apart from business? I think networking, uh, I think the other stuff that networking has given me is probably um, as important, if not more important, than the new business. Um, I've made amazing friends. Mm. Um, there are, over COVID, there are two two people now that I count as friends and they run their, their own agencies themselves and we're in touch regularly and we support one another. You know, we've got that kind of relationship where we, we get together, we have fun, but also, you know, we speak regularly about the problems that we're having, uh, if we have any mental health sort of problems, if we're feeling down. And that in itself, just meeting those two people, mm. um, it's just, just been incredible. And I think the other thing is, especially because we're working from home quite a lot, you know, we're kind of um, missing out on that stimulus of being out mm. and about and meeting people, being in the office. Um, and I think that kind of um, stimulation from sitting down and speaking to somebody and learning about what they're doing. And I'm always getting fresh inspiration and ideas or 
a new take on things or brilliant book recommendations. And sometimes the smallest thing can come out of that. Someone can say, read this book, I really recommend it. And that book can change your life. There are, book, mm-hmm. there are business books that have changed my, my life, um, have changed my business, the, tra- the trajectory of my business. And that's just from those conversations. So I think from that respect, it, it, networking is absolutely invaluable. Yeah. So tell me about some of the books then. What would you recommend people read? Right. So um, one of my favourites is, uh, you put me on the spot now, I'm going to try to remember. I think it's called How to Build a Business in 90 Minutes a Day. Oh, right. Um, and that, and it's, it's one of those sensationalist titles, but it's an excellent mm. book. And the guy basically goes back in through history and he talks about how people throughout history have achieved amazing things from kings and queens to politicians to whoever mm. in working in chunks of 90 minutes. Mm. Um, and it's a brilliant strategy. And, and really, you know, the, the one-line synopsis would be that uh, if you can put aside 90 minutes a day working on your business instead of in your business, so working on your messaging, yeah. your marketing, your new business, the things that um, are going to push your business forward, um, that's how you grow your business. Because generally what happens is we do our new business, we do our client work, and we just run out of time mm. doing the things that, that are actually going to grow our business. Um, and, and I actually put it into practice over COVID. And um, I did a silly thing. I started waking up at 5 a.m. <laughs> and, do, and doing my 90 minutes then. But I, I'm, I wrote, um, amazingly, I finished a book that I, a book that I was writing for work. Uh, which was about 40,000 words. Wow. Um, and, I, and I also created a newsletter which had been on my to-do list for about six, seven years. Yeah. So um, <laughs> it really does work, you know, and that, that's one of the books I definitely recommend. Yeah. So tell me about your book then. Um, it's, a, it's kind of stalled because when I wrote it, I wrote it um, in, in terms of talking about sort of content marketing and how to create a, a killer content marketing machine for your business. Mm. Um, the good thing is it's, I've got a lot of stuff out of my head, but it's not, the, it's not the book that I want to put out there. But I can still take a lot of that content and rebuild it. So one of my tasks now is to take that and kind of reshape it um, into what I want it to be. Um, so it's there. I just again, I think I'm going to have to start applying my 90 minutes <laughs> to, to get back into it and work on it. Yeah. So when's that book going to be ready then, Raj? <laughs> oh, that's a, you said no tough questions. Um, you're putting me on the spot. Um, I I think um, realistically, I think towards the end of next year, um, because there are so many other things that I'm trying to do as well with the business and personally yeah. as well. So, so I think it will take, take a year for me to, to really get it into shape. There we go. You've said it now. So that's your deadline. There you go. There you go. <laughs> going to hold you accountable. Time. <laughs> Absolutely. I need that. Everybody needs, needs accountability partners. Definitely. Yes, it, ma- it makes a massive difference, doesn't it? If you, it does, it does. If you say, this is what I'm going to do, and you tell people, then you are much more likely to do it. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. I'll, um, I'll crack on with that straight after this. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Yeah. <laughs> His book's coming out uh, in time for Christmas next year. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so um, just tell me a little bit then about what your, your plans are, aside from writing the book, for, for your business over the next year. 
So I'm focusing a lot on um, really my marketing. So I think when I started the business, it was I didn't have a lot of budget, and I've, my my website at the moment is pretty terrible. So you know I've been putting a lot of time and effort into rewriting the website, which I've done um, a lot of time and effort into my own messaging as well. You know, mm. doing your own messaging is the toughest thing to do. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> And, you know, and I do it for a living and it's taken, to be honest, it's, t- it's taken me years to, to get to a point where I'm happy with my messaging. Um, so a lot of the work is very much around getting these plates spinning, getting the website up, uh, my newsletters ready, I've got some tweaks to make. So it's all the things that have been on my to-do list that I know that I need to do in order to help me grow the business that I haven't been able to do. So a lot of the focus is on is on that, um, and I'm, you know there's a lot of momentum there. I think um, by early next year a lot of that will be done, so, and I think it's just going to help a great deal at the moment because I don't think my website is helping me much at the moment. <laughs> so finally, then, Raj, if people want to get in touch with you to find out more, what's the best way for them to contact you? Easiest way is obviously email Raj at wordup.agency. Um, I'm also on LinkedIn. Uh, Raj S. Randawa, um, so they can pop the message there. Um, yeah, and that that's probably it. On social media, I again, it's one of those things that it's one of those plates I need to get spinning, but I haven't done so. Um, is uh, I wouldn't bother with my social media. <laughs> Another thing to get done then. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The list is long. Liz. The list is long. <laughs> the list is never ending. Well, <laughs> thank you very much for being my guest today, and. Uh, Best of luck with all the things you need to do and especially the book. Thank you so much, Liz. I appreciate it. Take care. Thanks for listening to Small Business Big Network. If you found this podcast useful, please do rate, review and subscribe. And don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too.